The Music is the Drug, Cowboy Junkies podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, Podchaser, TuneIn or wherever else you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get every episode. I'm Dave Bowler and I wrote the book Music is the Drug, the authorised biography of Cowboy Junkies, which came out last year. Over the course of the next few weeks, with the help of Michael Timmins and Alan Anton, we'll be looking at songs from right across the Junkies repertoire, from White Off Earth Now all the way through to Ghosts. Today, we're going back to 2004 and the song Why This One, the second track on One Soul Now. For me, that album's a bit reminiscent of Pale Sun Crescent Moon and its slightly claustrophobic feel. Alan put some of that down to the band still getting to grips with recording themselves after years of working in commercial studios. It does a bit, yeah. I think I think not as much, but uh, it is a bit closed in, and you know that might have to do also with uh, with the recording or recording experience at the time. Might not have been um, broad enough to you know to get get some songs out of a certain sound area. I think so. That album is very similar sounding throughout, which you know can be a good thing, but also maybe not a good thing when it. If you listen to a whole album of different songs that all tend to fall in the same, um, you know, the same ballpark as far as dynamics and energy and the whole thing. For all the teething problems, having their own recording facility in Toronto, the clubhouse, was a real liberation from fighting the clock in commercial studios. Yeah, totally different experience. Um, and, you know, it's it's what it is today. That's uh, That's what kids... That's how kids record. It's got nothing to do with studio time. You know, that's a must be a really weird concept to people these days. You pay two hundred dollars an hour to sit around and make music in, a, in a, somebody else's room because they have the gear. You know, but yeah, we were slaves to that for you know almost ten years. So to come out of that and realize that we could do to, do it ourselves because the technology was getting to the point where, you know, even idiots can run their own studio. Yeah, it just changed our changed our lives really because we could spend so much more time and not even think about cost at all. Why this one picks up the thread from the song we talked about last time, I'm So Open, as Mike explains. It's the next record and it's another f- couple of years down the road and uh, there's another kid involved in, for, as far as the details go from my life. Uh, but now I've got a second kid and uh, yeah, nothing's getting clearer. <laughs> It's it's all getting it's all getting a little bit more foggy, a little bit more chaotic, a little bit more uh, unsure of future, and, and really it makes you pause and, and wonder. You know, especially with my family, I've got you know two adopted kids and one biological child, and and uh, so you know our family grew in, in weird and mysterious ways, and uh, so it doesn't really make you question. And and you know with a with a biological kid, you know you. The kid's born and it kind of just grows up with you and with but which is one way of you know one experience of raising a child but with an adopted kid you know you've had this kid who's come from especially you know our two child our two uh, girls are from china and you have no idea where they came from yeah you have no idea how they got to you you uh you have no idea who their birth parents are and and, and their experience before you got them before you adopted them and it there's a lot of questions, you know, which you never still, we still don't know. We still don't know if we'll ever know. So there's lots of questions, not just about personalities and, and, you know, who are you, but, but literally where did you come from? Uh, And um, so I think that that sort of this song kind of talks about 
the, the my 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 oldest and my middle kid, Shu and Joe, and uh, sort of the personalities that who they were becoming at that point. They're still very young, but they're you know they're becoming people, and uh, just sort of questioning you know why you know and 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 the chance you know the, again it's back to chance that 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 uh, fickle finger of fate thing again. But you know, questions are a big part of my writing. You know, it's just full. My my, if you, I, I think the question mark is probably my favorite punctuation mark in my songs. When you get down to it, I think that's sure what it's about. I, I, I don't. I, I think I really write with 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 an with an answer. You know, it's it's usually always a question. So. Although why this one came to be about having children and the random nature of it all, the original song itself dated all the way back to the late dance sessions. Yeah, you're right. I, I think, you know, a lot of the songs on One Soul Now were written at different times. Um, uh, that record is kind of like a, I, I we, you know, felt we needed to get a new record out. And so I, I kind of went back through some old notes and some old song. I think I think why this one we demoed actually for, for uh, Lay It Down. So it's, it's, it is part of that period. No, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have demoed it because I, unless I changed, unless I rewrote it, because it's definitely about Joe and about... Uh, Shoe, so they would have had to be there. So maybe we had maybe we had demoed the, the music for it or something, or or I had the chorus or something. I, I'm not sure. If you'd gone through the application process to adopt a week later, three months later, I guess you would have you would have had a different child. Well, that's it. I mean, it's it's so it's so amazing, you know. With with Shu, or, or and, and you know that happens the, the, the entire process. It's a very long process, and you know, I think for their for, with Shu, you know, there was a there was a a strike in Ontario, you know, of of uh, of, of um city of uh, provincial workers. So our application got stalled by literally months. So, you know, really if there hadn't been a strike of all mundane things, you know, we would have had a completely different kid. Like it, it's just bizarre, you know, that those sorts of things are kind of freaky. I mean, you know, obviously it's the same thing with when it, with a, with a biological child, if, you know, if the child had been conceived on a different day, you'd have, probably have a different kid because the genetic makeup would be different, but this way just seems more kind of more real in a weird way. And then with men, um, you know, we were in the process of adopting our second kid and, and then our biological child, Joe, came along. So we, we delayed it. So again, we delayed the process by another year or so. So again, if we had gone through, you know, we never, men would not have been in our life. It, it would be, it would be somebody else. And, um, 
and it's just you know and as i say that's that's obviously the way you know biologically there's there, there, there's similar similar choices or similar um elements of fate but with the adoption process it just seems so random and so uh yeah it's just so down to you get what you get and you don't and you don't get upset you know it's just it, it's really weird it's a very weird process and and very powerful because of that it's it's um you do feel faded in a way you know uh you, you know in, in a strange way when you with these kids because well, there has to be a reason why they why you connected with them um far beyond us to understand or maybe there's not <laughs> who knows <laughs> With one song there, you did that um, anatomy of a, of a CD, of, a, of an album, because we all thought that CD-ROM was going to be the future. But that was a really interesting um, sort of side project to to be able to trace the development of the songs. I mean, that's a very unusual thing for any band or artist to put out, because, you know, it's like putting your, your sketches or your dirty washing out before the public. Yeah, I mean, as a as a fan, I love that stuff. You know, I love this. I, I love I love behind the scenes. You know, like I, of course, you know, we've just had the biggest behind the scenes event for years with the Get Back documentary, and you know, I love that stuff. I could I could sit there and watch eight hours of the Beatles fucking around for for you know, I could watch twenty hours of that, or or any or any artist who I who I appreciate, and I, I just love watching other people's work process and and uh, and seeing where you know the, gen, the the genesis of ideas and where things come from and. And it's funny, I've had so many discussions about it with different, with people, you know, and, and, um, you know, I think there's some who are just bored with it, but, but many more than I thought, because I thought it'd be a real musician's thing, you know, because when I look at them in the studio, I think this, this is just like us. Like, this is like, like any band, any band would recognize this, like the, the dynamic and the boredom and the tedium and the fucking around and the sort of just like the, you know, one guy getting pissed because the other guy's not working and one guy, whatever, too over too too hung over to do his job that you know whatever it's just so it's so banned and this is the beatles like what? you're not supposed to be like like us and um so i really loved it from that point of view but i'm i'm, I'm here i'm talking to so many people about it and uh and people are just fast you know people even without that experience are fascinated by it so i think it's just because the beatles are just such a you know they're in there's so much in our consciousness uh, and, and uh, you know forever and their 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 work is there and and so to realize that it, you can break it down into such mundanity is, is I think for, for, for even a non-musician or somebody who doesn't have a, a glimpse behind the curtain is kind of fascinating. So yeah, I, I just love it. I just, it's just so amazing. Uh, you know, to me, that's, if, if I read a biography of an artist, a musician, I want to, I, I want, I, I want the whole thing to be about, you know, the, the, the making of records, you know, that's to me, that's what's the most interesting thing. So the anatomy of an album for one soul now, yeah, it was just, you know, we were, we were getting into new technologies and CD-ROM was sort of coming about and I had access to somebody who knew how to put them together and had all this information. You know, we're always looking for ways of sort of expanding what we do as far as, you know, making a, the, the album is one thing, but it's kind of fun to try and put deluxe editions together if you have something relevant. Um, and we were striking out on our own at that point and the internet was, as far as selling things on the internet, was kind of fresh and... Um, People were actually buying things, you know, from individuals at that point, rather than going to the mega, mega Amazon, whatever. Um, so, you know, we, we could create things, and then it was an easy way. And we we had an, we had a way of, of getting things to people, you know, directly through 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 the internet, through direct sales, basically, um, relatively easily and efficiently. So 
it was kind of fun. It was a fun project. It was very, you know, a limited edition, very expensive and very time consuming to do, but it was kind of fun. That's the end of the fun for this episode, but we'll be back to look at another song next week. Before then, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, just to make sure that you never miss a new episode. You can also like it, and reviews, and tell your friends that we're here. Thanks to those of you who've already left ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. To keep up with the band, head for cowboyjunkies.com, and if you're a Spotify user, you can also follow our growing playlist. All the details are in the show notes. We'll be back next week. See you then. Bye.